Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Preserve and protect your health by listening live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Hello, listeners. Today is October 23rd, 2014. We have a wonderful show for you today. I have a really nice lady, very professional lady. Her name is Kirsten Owens, and our topic today is ontological weight loss. Kirsten has been um, a coach and she has a lot of experience and expertise in wellness and helping women with weight issues, which can be a very difficult thing to try to manage. Her experience comes from her um, her own weight issues a very long time ago. She's been um, in the wellness industry for the past 20 years. And today she's going to teach us how we can obtain our ideal weight with ease and permanence. She's also a regular guest on Roger TV, and she also speaks at various corporations, conferences, and events. She loves to educate and inspire people, and that's what she's going to do for us today. We're going to learn how to live our best life now. Let me now bring Kirsten onto our show. Good morning. Hello there, Denise. Thanks for having me. What um, I like to do is have our guest tell us how you got on the path that you're on today. Yeah, thank you. So I have, like you said, uh, Denise, I have been in the industry for a very long time. It's my passion, uh, fitness, health, lifestyle, and uh, really, really anything about really helping us to move forward in having a better life. And uh, I started out um, as a figure skater many, many years ago, and I skated for quite a few years. And after I, after I, and I think that's really where I, I began my my health uh, my health career, if, if I can call it that. Is and my passion is after I quit skating, I actually um, really got into the fitness industry and I became a fitness instructor and uh, I became a personal trainer and I was working with a lot of women, as you can imagine, in that industry who were looking at maintaining weight, of course becoming healthier and uh, losing weight and keeping it off. And so, of course, because I think that's what most people are looking for when they're on that uh, journey. But for some reason, it never really seems, it always really seems to be at the forefront of our minds. So I was working with a lot of uh, women and uh, we were working with diet and of course we were working with exercise and for many years when I, when I did corporate fitness, I managed corporate facilities, 
um, trained women. And what I was finding was that nutrition is important. I am a holistic nutritionist, so I believe that food is definitely important and what we put in our body is certainly uh, our body is going to become that. Um, but it just wasn't everything because what I was noticing over time is that women were getting results, but for some reason they were not either able to stick with them, which is key, and mm-hmm. the weight would never really Stay off. You know, you know, just like we've heard with diets over and over again, you know, we try a diet, different diets, and we lose weight. Many times we gain it back, we gain some more back, and we gain friends back with it. So what <laughs> happened was, as I, as I got into, that's a story that I hear all the time with clients that I work with, and, and so I, uh, I started getting into the, uh, the coaching world, you know, kind of a little bit more deeper into the coaching world, um, not just working with, as a nutritionist with food and personal training. Uh-huh. And uh, in the coaching world, I started learning about ontological weight, weight loss, which is what I'm going to I'm going to share with you what that actually is. Um, and also, I did some NLP training. I've done lots of different uh, training because, again, I just love it. And what I actually learned was there. If you take a stool, for example, and a stool that has three legs, and we uh-huh. have the nutrition and we have another uh, leg of the stool that is the movement or the exercise, and there's that one third stool leg that is what we call the ontological piece. And so um, I believe, because of my experience and really working this into my own life, that the reason why women are not getting the lasting results, and I I don't want to just limit it to women, it's men too, um, it's human beings, is because they're missing that ontological piece. So when you have food, movement, and the ontological piece, which I'll explain what that is, then we have a really well-working stool and we keep it off. So would you like to know what ontology is? Yes. Excellent. So ontology is the study of who we are being. And, and really the, who we're being in relationship to re- reality. So, you know, in relationship to food, in relationship to ourselves, to other people, our relationships um, with other people, in relationship with exercise and our circumstances in our life. And really, um, when we look at um, ontology and working with um, my ontological, my signature ontological weight loss program, it really addresses the real reasons people can't lose weight and keep it off. So we're looking at the mental and emotional components of weight loss, both conscious and unconscious. And I think the unconscious piece is really the key because the unconsciously, what I see, and this goes with weight loss, it goes Mm because I believe how you do one thing is how you do anything. And what's going on in the weight loss area or the journey is happening in our relationships and it's happening all over the place. And so what we do... um, in uh, my company, is we really help to uncover um, who we are, why we behave the way we do, and utilizing the empowering parts and transforming the parts that don't work. So we get to really um, take the blocks out of the way, unfold everything, and you know, and find out uh, how we can actually get to the goals and stay there. So we so we can actually expand and, and move on to uh, to greater goals and, and that sort of thing. So it's very, very, very empowering. Yeah, it's um it's a big order, really. Mm-hmm. Because so much goes on in our subconsciousness, we're not aware of it. And uncovering that must take a bit of time and it probably varies from person to person. It absolutely does. And you know, I think the biggest thing is um for people to and this is what I educate people on as I'm working with them is 
that, you know, we have, depending on our age, we have years, you know, I'm 40, so I have 40 years of, you know, if I want to call, call it baggage, we have stuff that's happened in our life. And uh, the unconscious stuff that, that we're carrying around that we don't realize actually um, started between the ages of zero and seven years old. So, for amazing? example, you know, pardon me? I think it's so amazing, isn't it? It is. It's very, very amazing to think that between zero and seven years old and, you know, now 40 or, you know, women in their 50s or 60s, mm-hmm. We're still mm-hmm. carrying that. So, you know, it could be anything that's happened to us that actually made us think, well, I'm not lovable or, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not good enough. And, you know, it's all the uns, unworthy, un, you know, unlovable, all the uns. So something happened between zero and seven. doesn't even really matter. We don't really need to know what it is. And what happens is we develop what we call, we have that hurt, that deep hurt, and then we develop what, I, what we call the protective defensive mechanism, or protective mm-hmm. defensive mechanism, which is PDM. So now you mm-hmm. develop a PDM. So let's just say you have this deep fear that you're not good enough. Well, what I notice is then I might uncover in clients that I'm working with that they're perfectionists. Or maybe they, I start seeing this in everything. They're perfectionists in their relationship, in their business, in their, you know, as a professional, uh, whatever they, they do in their, in their life, in their weight loss journey. And so we start to, this is what I'm talking about when we talk about patterns, is I start to see, oh, there's this perfectionist coming up. Or maybe we're a people pleaser and we're, you know, we're, we're worried about what are people going to think of us when I, you know, go on to this, you know, new weight loss journey that is kind of different than the other stuff that I'm used to. Or, you know, you can translate that into many different situations. And so we uncover that. And my job is to help people to recognize, you know, as a perfectionist, you know, what is, what's the deep need or the fear that's underneath that? Because it's not that mm-hmm. you're but there is a deeper um, fear there of, well, you know, I have to make sure this is good enough because what are people going to think of me? Because I'm afraid that mm-hmm. they're going to say I'm not good enough. Mm. So it's very, very powerful. And you can you could probably just imagine, you know, when we're working on this, you know, you know, we're not talking about necessarily weight loss when really we are, but you can see how there's this other stuff happening within us that causes us to keep that weight on. Because it's, that weight is a protective, really a protective, uh, I don't know if I want to say mechanism, but it's a protective mm-hmm. thing that we keep on. And then as soon as we're able to take these layers off, and, you know, like you said, it could take a period of time. It depends on the person. Um, it depends on how quickly they grasp, um, you know, they're open to coaching and that sort of thing. But it's very, very, very powerful. What is the first thing that you do when you first meet a client? Yes, great question. So um, typically what will happen is uh, I start to, we have a chat, and uh, in that chat I find out, you know, where I'm really finding out where the pain is uh, coming from. And I'm I'm able to do that just with asking questions, chatting, and uh, it's quite powerful where things are able to be uncovered just by hearing the words that they're speaking. So one, uh, one principle that uh, I am a huge, huge believer in is the power of our words. And so what happens is, you know, I'm hearing words that they're saying and uh, they don't realize that those words can actually keep them stuck in their life. 
And so as we're discovering those words, um, then from there, we, as I mentioned, we look at the patterns of where those are coming from. Um, and then what happens is I actually help the client to um, apply contact shifts. And contact shifts basically are... I guess we could say a change in perspective because if we're looking, you know, in terms of weight loss, you know, a lot of women that I talk to, you know, when I'm out and about is weight loss, I tend to hear a lot of it is, well, they're fed up for one thing. They've done everything and it's like, what am I supposed to do now? Because it's always at the forefront of my mind and it's challenging and it's hard. And so what happens is when we have a belief within us, what happens is that belief actually comes out through our words. And so one of the things right now I, I, uh, what I want to challenge our listeners is to start, you know, once we finish this call, is mm-hmm. going out the rest of your week, start to listen to the words that you're speaking. What are you saying about yourself? What are you saying mm-hmm. about if weight is a, and, you know, has feels to you feels like it's always been an issue. What are you saying about that situation or any situation, your your money story, whatever it is? Notice your words because those words are coming from somewhere within you. And mm-hmm. if you can just notice your words, you can actually unfold that. So what happens is once you notice your words, we need to change the context and we need to have a context shift to help you move past that. So if, well, you know, my weight loss journey is a challenge and it's always been hard, it will always be hard, we need to change that belief. And so how we do that is, you've likely heard Denise and probably other people on the call, is, you know, positive affirmations. And, and mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, positive affirmations is not everything. It's part of it by getting us in to start integrating these new, um, I guess, these new beliefs, these new positive beliefs, start to mm-hmm. integrate them within us. And then the next step, as we start to, you know what, uh, you could say something like, you know, if it's, uh, you know, this weight loss, I'm, it's always a, it's always a problem, and it will probably be always a problem. And then we start making excuses because my family is like this, and blah blah blah. Well, mm-hmm. okay, so you know what? This is no, you know what? I've decided that this is going to be, this is going to be easier for me, and to start shifting that because as soon as you can neurologically shift your beliefs, because what you believe will actually come to be, when you can shift those beliefs, you will actually start to notice in just around you, things will start to shift in your life. A coach may come, you know, come along that can help you with this. Um, maybe um, different things will happen, supports, um, different structures, things will happen because of this new context shift around what you're believing. And mm-hmm. biggest, I would say last but not least, is practicing. And practicing, I call it practicing because um, eventually practicing will um, make things a whole lot better because when we practice, and this is what I do with clients, is I will get them to begin to practice, to notice, okay, well, we know perfectionism is uh, is a protective default mechanism for your belief of you know not feeling good enough. Okay, so this week I want you to notice when you're being a perfectionist in every area of your life. So we may not just be looking at weight loss, now we've shifted it into our entire life, and it's amazing, Denise, how we, I start to see women dropping pounds off. And yes, at the same time, we're looking at journaling our food and this sort of thing. It's uh-huh. amazing how that happens. Oh, that's, that's, that is powerful. 
Mm-hmm. Listeners, if you're just tuning in, we're talking today with Kirsten Owens, and she has a very unique program called Ontological Weight Loss. You know, a lot of um, weight loss programs, they emphasize nutrition, but they also emphasize exercise. And Kirsten takes it one step further by addressing the psychological factors involved in weight loss. And I find that's where you're really unique. I'm curious, how did you learn how to do all of this? Oh, gosh. Well, I, uh, I you know, like I said, starting out as a nutritionist, I, I do have a passion for food and clean eating, and and uh, that's one of the things as um, people become part of my community, and I do video blogs on, you know, healthy recipes and, and the food aspect. Um, I There was a piece that I knew that was missing. And, you know, as I use that analogy of the stool with three legs, um, you know, with, with weight loss, yes, we need to move. We need to be, you know, if we put a weight loss aside, we need to move just to be healthy. For so many, for anti-aging purposes, for keeping our lean muscles strong as we age because it does decrease as we age, to keep our oxygen flowing in our body because if we have lack of oxygen, um, you know, disease and bacteria and viruses thrive in a lack of oxygen. So we need to make sure that we are staying healthy. But, you know, the, the food, yes, is important. And that piece, that's the ontological piece, which is the study of who we're being. Right? So getting into this, working with all these people that um, weren't getting the results, and they, you know, a lot of people, because they just get tired and fed up, they're like, okay, just give me anything. Give me a quick fix. Quick fixes don't work either. So I always say to women, you know, um, you know, women, you know, when if you're fed up and, you know, you've, you've gotten to a place where, you know, you're lacking the confidence because, you know, you want to feel good about yourself because really the weight is just a secondary thing. There's more to it than that. And so um, this is where looking at what's going on underneath all of it, what's happening, mm-hmm. with, what's your relationships like with your spouse, with your children, with your coworkers, with, you know, business partners, what are the relationships like? Because, um, you know, a huge um, impact happens when we are lacking in the area of relationships. It will impact other areas of our life. You know, and uh, so it all goes together. And this is as a holistic nutritionist, I take a holistic approach mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. making sure we're looking at the spirit, the soul, and the body. And we will be healthier um, overall because if you have a better relationship, you're going to want to, you know, if you're, you don't have a great relationship with, say, um, you know, someone that you're closest to, that's going to impact how you feel about yourself. It's going to impact what you do in your weight loss journey. It's going to impact mm-hmm. everything. So when we look at going deeper down and really looking at our relationships with food and exercise and people and circumstances, it takes us to a whole new level. Well, you know, I, I find that you're very wise for your, your young age. Thank and you. <laughs> you're welcome. And the, the psychological factors can be very complex mm-hmm. and it doesn't come naturally to a lot of people um, to turn that inter-reflection and knowledge um, into helping others. Did you have a mentor in that psychological er- arena? Yes, I have I have quite a few uh, mentors. Um, 
I uh, actually, my uh, pastor of my church, I'm I'm Christian actually, and uh, I, uh, she would probably be, uh, her name is Pastor Natalie, and she would probably be my biggest mentor, and really she was the one who helped me to um, go inside and really, you know, discover what's, what's going on with me. So that would be the first thing. And then the second thing, I think because, um, you know, having the passion and the love that I do for helping women really live their best life because that ultimately is helping them overcome fears and challenges and limiting beliefs, which is a huge one. Um, I have such a passion because that is actually the journey that I've been on. And I think it's just natural that as I've seen my life transform in so many different ways that I've seen such an impact that I want to help other people. So where that's really opened doors for me is um, so, like I said, it through my church first, and then uh, I started um, training in uh, NLP um, because I thought, uh, you know, that again, it's going back to our words that we're speaking, our beliefs, and you know, it all it all kind of plays um, into one another. And uh, so I've had I've mentors within that area, went mentors like Wayne Dyer, mentors like. Um, uh, Oh gosh, Janice Pullen is another mentor of mine who really taught me my ontological. She was my coach that I worked with to get really into this ontological um, background. And uh, Hans Phillips is another ontological coach. I mean, you probably, Denise, yourself, you probably, ontology is probably not a word that you've maybe even heard before because I know I never did. I thought, ontology, what is that? So I don't quite say, you know, it's it's not a common word, but really, um, I've worked with many different, you know, a couple people um, specifically, um, really coaching with them. I've worked with business coaches, but ontology has been with um, that one, my one coach in uh, New Mexico, and okay. uh, and yeah. So it really, uh, it, the one thing that I do want to say is when you work with a coach. The coach is able, the coach that is right for you, because not all of us are right for everyone, and the coach that works for you, regardless of what the issue may be where you're stuck, that coach can help you take you to the next level. And so the Mm -hmm. difference is I see a lot of people, women coming to me where they've, you know, they've done, done weight loss on their own. They've tried different things, different programs. But when you work with someone specifically, you have that connection with them and you really um, are able to open up as you feel comfortable and that person can really help you. You know, as I say, my logo is a butterfly and as I say, take you from that caterpillar and I, and I, this, is, this is really truly what happens, which is why my logo is a butterfly, is it take, take you to that, from that caterpillar to the mm-hmm. magnificent butterfly because on that journey, it's very challenging for you to see that yourself. You don't see the roadblocks ahead, and you're not really sure, how do I, gosh, how do I move around these roadblocks? The coaches mm-hmm. there help you move around the roadblocks so you can, so they can help you see what I call the PDMs, the protective default mechanisms, help you mm-hmm. with and help you to move you on your way. And when, you know, after a period of time of working with a coach, it's amazing. You look back and say, wow, I didn't even realize and sometimes, you know, the coach can help you say, look at this. Look how, how you've transformed. And the person says, wow, I didn't even realize. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. See, that, that's, that's interesting because mm-hmm. you, you had your own growth process. Yes. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing is 
I don't think that I would. I continue. Um, I, I have my ontological coach. I have a business coach. I continue investing in myself. And I think the biggest mm-hmm. thing with my with my program that I educate um, people on is, you know, I used to coach people on how to eat properly, which, mm-hmm. like I said, I do believe is very important. But this is it takes the, this goes to another level. And I think that. Um, I think it's really important if we want to get to another level, even if it's in business, if it's in, it doesn't matter what it's in, a coach is there. Like think of all the successful people in, you know, in the world, athletes. All athletes to you know, go, go to the Olympics, you can't do that on your own. You need a coach, right? You need somebody that's been there. And, and I believe that age really is just a number because mm-hmm, you, know, mm-hmm. you never know what a person's gone through. Um, sure. So, a coach is going to help you be successful. And, you know, having said that, we're talking about weight loss. Um, the, the great thing is is that because these ontological principles, um, these shifts that I, I coach people, women on, um, you know, through my coaching programs, these shifts actually fit into different, um, like, you know, when I'm coaching women on money, I believe that there's abundance of money, money is energy, and there's a lot of it to go around. And mm-hmm. I believe that many times when we have money blocks even, it can impact and it does impact our weight story. Sure. So these are the things that will come up in my coaching is, it's interesting because I have clients say to me, wow, you know, we didn't really talk much about weight necessarily today. And they say, but <laughs> I get it. I understand. And so, you know what, and this is another thing, is it's about where is your focus? You know, what we focus on expands. So if we're focusing on always losing weight, we're going to always be focusing on losing weight. Whereas if we shift, right? And if we shift the perspective and look at, okay, well, you know, what's going on in my life? It is a very different perspective. And you know what, My, my programs are, you know, not for everyone, but... Um, but I, I promise women that they will be different people um, after. And, you know, the really cool thing is is that when I start um, women come in for weight loss, many times what happens is is that they start to see the, the greatness that happens and we get into other areas. And from the weight loss, you know, uh, you know, they might enter another program where we actually end up coaching more on money, you know, money blocks and their money story. And then mm-hmm. maybe we can relationships because it all intertwines. So, Kristen Owens, why don't you tell us what you mean by the phrase process is perfect? Yes, that's one of my favorite ones. So, in my when I'm working with uh people and I and I even I have three children and I uh I use this with them as well so that they understand and you know, when you start to learn these principles um in the coaching process, uh, and ontologically speaking, you actually, not only are you transforming yourself, you're also transforming your family. And I have such a passion uh, for young women, you know, women, yet yeah, women, girls, I should say, from ages to even 10, uh, and up to about 18, 19, 20, and a passion for seeing them be empowered and inspired to be who they authentically are and to live their life um, and their purpose that they were um, set here to do. And so I believe that through uh, these learning these shifts and incorporating them into your life and um, growing yourself, that's directly going to impact our daughters. And so, which is going to impact the rest of the world and their children, and it's, it's you know, that ripple effect. And so when we talk about process is perfect, you know, 
when we talk about weight loss specifically, mo- I would say the majority of women, whether weight is an issue or not, but you know when we talk about weight loss, majority of women, they tend to beat themselves up. You know, I'm not good enough. This isn't good enough. Um, you know, whatever that may be the story around it. And so what happens is, I, I wonder I, why. You know what? It goes back to what happened between zero and seven, and that mm. we, you know, we could have been a child in, you know, in the sandbox at even two or three years old. And, and this sounds really, really small. It doesn't have to be significant, mm-hmm. but a child in a sandbox, and they build this sandcastle, and they're so proud of themselves. And something may, you know, maybe another kid comes by by accident, not intentionally, and happens to knock over the sandcastle. And then what happens is that child, this just happens in the brain. We just immediately say, well, I guess that wasn't good enough because that child just, you know, broke my sandcastle. Something small like that. Something could have happened, you know, uh, many people in the world have, you know, you know, they didn't have the greatest upbringing. So what happens is not that maybe intentionally something was happened, something happened to that child or you know, our parents do the best that they can, but something could have happened or something did happen where we immediately go, you know what, no, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And so I'm not good enough to be loved because maybe, um, gosh, I, I can't even think of a situation right now, but I'm not good enough to be loved. And so what happens is that woman will carry that through. This is big for most. Usually it comes down to unlovable, unworthy, not good enough. And we carry that with us. So we put that protective default mechanism. Well, you know what? Because I'm not lovable, I'm going to make sure I'm a people pleaser because I got to make sure everybody loves me, and I'm going to do that by mm. making right. So you know, we're talking yeah. about so, so, power. So it's a form of sabotage, right? It really is, and this is where and this is something that you find. And this is something you find common in your practice. Common, very, very common. Ah. And this is yeah, it's very common, and this is what. Um, one of the things it's part of there's many different shifts like playing small and and uh you know feeling entitled we sacrifice and then we feel entitled to um you know entitlement we unmet needs or unexpressed emotions there's so many different ones but you know when we talk about our process being perfect i'll say to the client you know we'll say call her uh wanda wanda you know remember that you know, your process is perfect. So you're beating yourself up right now because you fell off plan. And you, one of your commitments was that you wanted to just drink more water this week because you knew that's what you needed to do. Something very simple. And so what happens is something happens in Wanda's life that week or the two weeks between the coaching periods, and she's beating herself up, and, you know, it's not good enough. And I fell off plan because I didn't drink my water. It can be so small, but yet it's so big. And so then that's where I'm coaching that, you know what, your process is perfect. Whatever, wherever you're at right now is perfect. It's where you're supposed to be. So let's take, let's take you from right there. Practice new habits and mindsets, and as they integrate, it's going to become an, an actual habit, right? Because how do we create a habit? By doing the same thing over and over and over. Well, if the habit is not drinking enough water, um, typically what women will do, because I know I, I sometimes even do this, but I remember, I'm like, oh, yeah, my process is perfect, um, is I remind them as a coach not to worry about it. Uh-huh. And go back to our commitments. And so it gets you back on track and, and uh, integrates, and then you are able to do that on your own. Mm. Mm-hmm. It sounds like quite a process because 
you're basically having trying to change the wiring in our brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. And changing the wiring in our brains, you know, we have, you know, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, 60 years. Mm-hmm. It's a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of years, right? And the mm-hmm. great thing, Denise, is that it's 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 never too late. So I want to actually use this analogy here and a picture. So if okay. you um, so I invite you to just visualize this. So you're you come to a field, and there's a tall tall grass, kind of like cornfields, maybe not so high, and across the field is a barn, and you want to get to that barn. Well, what happens is you come to this you come to this field and you see oh there's a path. So what happens is you don't go and make your new path. You go and you walk on the path that's already there. You know that's typically what we would do. So I'm going to walk on this path sure. to get to that to that barn, right? Well, mm-hmm. what I'm doing as the coach is I'm asking you to step away from that path that's already there, which would be the habits and the patterns that you're already doing that are unconscious. Sure. Step away. Sure. Let's create this new path. Well, guess what? That's scary because your brain wants you to be safe, and your brain is saying, uh-uh-uh, no, 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 that's the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen if we create this new path to get to the barn. Why don't you just take the old path, the path that's already there? It's easier, right? We're safe. Well, the thing sure. is that when, right? when, we, when we are taking ourselves to another level, whether it's weight loss, whether it's you know um, growing a business, whatever it is, growing ourselves, we have to create new paths. And so as a coach, this is why it's important to have a coach because as a coach, we're able to help you along that new path. So if you walk along the path to the barn, okay, great, okay, that wasn't so bad. Now the next day comes, oh, you're, you're at the path again, the old one or the new one. Well, you're more likely to go to the old one because it's already there. But you know what? What we're going to do is we're going to go down the new one. Maybe it may not be easier and it may be challenging and it may be a step out of your comfort zone, but we're going to do that because we know we're going to get to the barn and by the, by the time we get to the barn, there's freedom there. So we take the new path. So as you do that over and over and over again, it becomes a habit. You've created this new neural network, um, if you will, in your brain, which is that new path. And that old path that we step, that we were we wanted to go on, that path now has kind of grown all the grass up. Now you got the cornfields back again, and you don't even know the path is there. You remember it was there, but you're now in the path. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Yeah. Of, um, of all your years of working with your clients, is there any one particular one that stands out more than another in terms of their significant weight loss and growth as a human being? Oh, gosh. Um, there's so many. Uh, one of them that I, I will, because she always says that, yes, definitely share my story anytime you can, is um, I was working, I was speaking at a conference in Niagara Falls, and uh, so I met a, a woman there, and she uh, I, I did a, uh, like a, a session with her over the phone. I work globally with women, so she happened to live in Ottawa. And um, so I was doing a sort of like a discovery session to really kind of really uncover where where the issue was coming from. So I um, after I'm going to say after even three months I remember initially she came to me and she that she had no confidence she was unhappy her relationship with her husband you know wasn't great um, you know she she was lacking funds I mean there was just issues with the kids there was just so many things going on and I remember initially she was 
uh, gosh, she was just not in a good place, but she just kept on going and she kept on going. And I always tell my clients that, which is what I told her, is that when you get to that place in our coaching process where you are just having a rough time and you want to give up and, you know, it just it's just not a good feeling, that actually is a sign that you're right about to hit a breakthrough. Because typically you'll have a breakdown before you have the breakthrough. And so this <laughs> is what was happening with this woman. It's kind of an interesting way how that works. Yeah, but, it is. Um, you know, if you remember your process is perfect and this is part of it, it makes it a lot easier. So she was having a breakdown. And I remember one call, it was very challenging for her. And this is the thing as a coach is I'm there compassionately, but I refuse to give up on that person's dreams. And she laid out what she wanted. And I w- I'm not going to back down because I know that I'm standing in a different place. When you're in it, it's easier to say, you know what, forget this. This is too hard. It hurts. And so I reminded her, remember, remember that you're, you have a breakdown typically before you have the breakthrough. And I said, I'm telling you, if you just push through this next practice and exercise that I, I'm going to have you do, you will reach a breakthrough. I'm telling you, because I, I knew it was right there. Well, anyways, the next call, she was a completely different person. I mean, she was over the phone. I mean, you energetically can sense what a person is like. You know, when a person is not feeling good and they're down and they don't like themselves and, you know, the confidence isn't there, you can feel it whether it's over the phone. Oh, sure you can. Sure. Yeah. Well, she was a ball of fire. It was amazing. And so, anyways, that was one breakthrough. And I told her, and she goes, yeah, you're right. And she was happy. She's like, this is amazing. It's amazing how as I broke through that, how it's like fireworks went off, and that's how she explained it, and everything Mm -hmm. kind of came into place. And then I said to her, remember, we're going to go again, we're going to go some more steps, and you're going to get to another place because it's all about finding, getting, having the breakdowns to find the breakthroughs. So I'm happy to say that um, she's doing amazing. And um, she, I mean, the one testimony that she wrote for me, she says, you know, um, I was a person that was angry. I was, um, I was not happy. There was nothing going right. Nothing was ever going to go right. And she says she now has confidence. She's able to make decisions on her own. She, her emotions are not the one that's, the emotions are not leading her. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, she's able to be grounded. And remember, when I'm teaching these ontolog- ontological shifts, she remembers them and they're ingrained and she can remember, oh, yes, this is happening um, now and I know what to do to shift it. And so I still coach with her and we're just on different topics. So, you know, with the weight loss, um, we have to remember that that ontological piece is as we're working through that and not focusing so much on the weight, really, you know, when we're dealing with uh, the food plan. I have a food plan and I have, you know, people track their food plan and, you know, how much fiber we had and have and, mm-hmm. you know, protein and this sort of thing. And we will start to see patterns coming up when, you know, people, you know, people falling off their food plan or having binges or these things that are happening daily that's happened not just once, but this is a repeated thing for people, I'm able to then, oh, okay, what's happening here, right? What's going on here? And um, it's just a process and the process is perfect. That's really, Mm. mm -hmm. that's a great story, really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful one. Huh. Are there any um, practices that you could offer our listeners 
Um, yeah. So they could, you know, start to shift into a more powerful place in their life because, yeah. you know, our, our lives change from day to day, moment mm-hmm. to moment. Mm-hmm. They do. And you know what, Denise, it will never change, right? It will always be changed. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and this is the beautiful thing. And I think the biggest thing is why I love working with... Um, you know, I say I say women. I mean, I, yes, I have husbands and wives. Actually, I work with as well. I, I use women a lot, not um, saying that, you know anything against the men. The women, I just have a really strong passion to really help them go to the next level and overcoming those limiting beliefs so that they can, you know, live their best life. So, um, you know, there's so many things, and I think one of the uh, one of the I would say my first secret. So the first secret, which for some people, they may have heard something like this. Um, for other people, it may be very new. But this secret will actually help you drop weight without doing anything else. Okay, so nothing else. And so my question is, you know, how often do you watch TV while eating? You know, how often are you driving and eating? How often are you eating when rushing around? How often are you eating and not actually sitting down and really noticing what you're eating? Or, you know, being at cocktail parties and parties and, you know, we're eating mm-hmm. unconsciously, right? So mm-hmm. those are questions I ask. These, these events, basically there's a commonality in those events that I, just, um, that I just asked. And the commonality is that we're focusing on everything else but what we're eating. So it's an unconscious process. And so what I'm encouraging... Ah. Yes, it's unconscious. And so I'm going to encourage everybody, and I even, I'm talking to myself as well, because it's true that just things happen. Yeah, we go to parties, and I'm not definitely mm-hmm. not going to go to parties or anything. The holidays are coming up soon. But really just just be conscious. It just really takes a second to go, okay, what am I doing here? So um, so that's, that's the first thing. The second thing, another scenario that can arise is when we, this is huge, so take note, ladies and men, this is huge, when weight loss for overweight people, whether it's 100 pounds, whether it's 50, whether it's 20, whether it's 10, it doesn't matter, even if you're trying to maintain weight, but for weight loss, definitely. So the scenario arises when we feed ourselves unconsciously due to unexpressed emotions and unmet needs, right? So we've heard of comfort foods. Right, and especially with the season, sure. I'm in Canada, so it's cold. Um, it's hard to be colder, <laughs> so we love comfort foods and like chilies sure. and all the stuff, right? So, um, you know, eating comfort foods aren't bad, but sometimes comfort eating is a conscious mm-hmm. thing, and sometimes we're actually unaware of the deeper need or emotions that are happening within us. So, guess what we do? We turn to comfort foods. And mm-hmm. for everyone, comfort foods, usually for most people, it's carbs or sugar. It doesn't matter where you live. Carbs and sugar are a big one. Yeah. Yes, you might be hungry, right? So I want, you to, I want you guys to realize that, yes, there are times when you are hungry and you want comfort foods. It's all good. But I want you to distinguish whether are you hungry, is it a physical hunger, or is it an emotional hunger? So for, uh-huh. example, okay, for example, you're lonely, okay? Um, you're lonely, you make food your friend, right? It's Food mm-hmm. has now become your companion, okay? So you want to recognize that. Another thing could be, you know, you have a stressed out day. Um, you know, things can just not be going your way because this is going to happen. And we can't stop it from happening, but we can stop how we, um, how, 
how we uh, how we respond to it. I want to say, so you just mm-hmm. stress all day. You're lots of stuff going on. So what happens is, well, we don't have time to eat. We've got too many things going on. I got this and that and everything. So we don't eat. So we starve ourselves basically. Um, and then what happens is we get home and usually we binge. So we're gonna eat mm-hmm. every. We eat everything. So usually if we're stressed out, for me, I like chocolate. And I I have healthy recipes for chocolate so I don't have to feel guilty. Um, But now there's a big button there because am am I just eating chocolate? Even if it's healthy or not, it doesn't matter. Or am I stressed out? So you can see Mm -hmm. the difference. Whether you need to lose weight or not, we need to distinguish what we're putting in our body and why. So these needs and emotions basically, they've got to be dealt with. And we can deal with these in a different way. So, for example, if you're lonely, call a friend. There's, there's other ways that you can deal with that loneliness. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you're stressed, you could go to the gym, you could go for a run, um, you could pound a pillow. You could, I've had clients do that before. Uh, whatever pound works for you. <laughs> yeah, whatever works. That's funny. So you're at work. Excuse me, I have to go into the bathroom to pound my pillow. Whatever you do. <laughs> so... So I don't know if you can guess what secret number one is, but I'm going to tell you. It is <laughs> shifting shifting unmet needs and unexpressed emotions. You're shifting mm-hmm. it to presence and awareness. Okay, so when you practice, remember I said before, when you practice this one shift, this is the very first shift I teach and coach people on, you will drop weight before without doing anything else. I've seen it happen. Wow just with being conscious. And you just mm-hmm. have to trust the process and know that your process is perfect because for some people mm-hmm. this is easy, some people it's not. So, sure. yeah, so what I'd like to do is I'd like to offer um, how, um, you know, listeners can actually do this for themselves. So okay. the first thing obviously is, you know, I want to start being aware this week for the next seven to ten days. Really start being aware, okay, why am I eating? Am I hungry at 11 o'clock at night? Am I really hungry or am I bored mm-hmm. or am I, you know, what's happening? So this is how it's going to work for you. So when you have the urge to eat, like an example I just gave, I want you mm-hmm. to ask yourself, am I hungry? So, or do I have an unexpressed need or emotion? And you might have to really dig in and, and, you know, really figure it out because if this is something new for you, you may not be as in touch with your emotions. Okay. And okay. overweight people, this is huge. It really is. Okay? Now, if you determine that you're hungry, then please eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give you some tips on um, on ways that you can eat the best way um, that you can. There's four tips. But if you've determined that there is an emotional need, underneath the hunger that you um that you're going to choose basically another way okay so um instead of food and that can be whatever you want it to be there is no right or wrong okay so, now if you're hungry here are four tips when you're eating okay number 1 is when we're eating we should be sitting still Okay, not the rushing around and going all over the place. We want to sit still, and there's a number of reasons why. Um, you know, the first thing is is that when your body is stressed, your body does not digest your food very well. So if you want to, you, we shouldn't be arguing, we shouldn't be yelling or screaming. We should be just mm-hmm. breathe in and you know eat your food, and you're going to get more nutrition that way. If you had this perfect meal, you know, organic and you know lots of vegetables and a great meal, and you're eating it in stress. I promise you, you're not going to be getting the benefits that you could be if you mm-hmm. relaxed. Good point. 
Good mm-hmm. point. Number two, being grateful. Now, being grateful flows in so many different areas in so many different ways, but when we're talking about yes. just you know going down to eat, be grateful mm-hmm. for the fact that you are eating food, right? There's a lot of people in the yes. world, as we know, as parents, we tell That's our children. Right. There's people that don't have access to food. Um, be grateful for the people that made the food. Be grateful for the people, you know, um, the farmers and, you know, all the different ways you can be grateful. Just having that attitude of gratitude changes your cellular, um, just the cellular patterning in your body. because you're yeah, it does. It does. It really does. Number three, savor your food. My question to you is how, and I ask myself this question all the time when I'm eating, did I really taste that? Do you taste your food? Do you actually know after you finished eating, can you say, wow, that was really good. Like I, I, I noticed the texture. It was not so hot. It wasn't too cold. Like really, it sounds kind of funny because I say this to some people and think, really? But we're so used to eat. <laughs> in North America, we are so, and, you know, in Europe, there's, you know, we're not just, we're talking about islands. In islands, they're a little bit more relaxed. But when we're in a faster-paced um, lifestyle, we tend to not realize it. So it's like stopping and smelling the roses, right? Sure. Savor sure. the food. Chew it well. Because my challenge to you is to chew your food 20 to 30 times. Count next time you eat today. For me, it's uh, it's later in the afternoon. Um, mm-hmm. middle of the, You guys, it's morning. So when you eat lunch, or for some of you it's morning, when you eat lunch today, I want you to stop and I want you to notice how many how many chews did I am I chewing before I swallow it. Okay, that's going to mm-hmm. make a difference. Notice the flavor and the texture. And then the last but not least is journaling what you've eaten. And I know probably a lot of women are saying, oh, my gosh, I've done that so many times, and I hate it. But you know what? It's amazing when you journal for 7 to 10 days, really notice what you're putting in. Big One big thing as a holistic nutritionist coming out now is our portion sizes are way too big, way too big. And I would say one of the things when I'm talking about food, the probably a big thing that I would see for most people is their portion sizes are too much. So yes. um, you want to really watch, you know, what you're putting in. Um, and so just practice those shifts, you know, for the next, for presence and awareness and those tips there for the next t- seven to ten days. Because remember that the key is to, um, your intention is to be, to go from unconscious to conscious in mm-hmm, these tips there. Mm-hmm. Be conscious of it because when you become, when your intention is to become conscious about it, you will become unconsciously, um, I guess, you're, you will be more unconscious about it because it will just naturally happen. And, wow. Uh, well, well, yeah. well. Well, Kristen Ohms, we've uh, run out of time. I can't mm-hmm. thank you enough for being on our program. Um, you've okay. taught us some really valuable uh, things today and given us yeah. a whole different awareness. Yes. How can um, our listeners reach you? Yes, well, I actually have um, a special gift that I'd love to offer uh, people listening. And if they go okay. to, uh, my website right now is being revamped, but um, they can still access this uh, this gift. I have a 21 days to, uh, to basically to weight loss, um, 21 days to make your life much better. I can promise you that if you um, take action, which is the key. So if you go to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, Owens, O-W-E-N-S, coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com, there's mm-hmm. a, a place on that homepage where um, they can enter their email and they will be set up with a 21-day coaching e-course. 
And so in that coaching e-course, basically Mondays is, um, you know, uh, Motivational Mondays. Uh, we'll be talking about weight loss tips. Uh, we'll be talking about um, so many different aspects, stress management, um, exercise, so many different aspects that encompass weight loss and being healthy. So whether you're looking for weight loss, whether you're looking to be healthier, it's, it, it will fit. Um, and you put your information in there, and every day you will receive uh, an email and a short little email um, educating you and then an action tip that you can take action with. Because if you don't take action, nothing will change. And then, um, and I do want to mention that once you, uh, once you go through those 21 days, you will then uh, receive my uh, video blogs and my um, educational um, documents I send out, as well as special promotions and um, programs that I offer. At any point, if you don't want to be on, don't want to receive anything, you're free to unsubscribe. Wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. That's a really nice gift. Well, thank you so much again, Kristen Owens. Thank you, Denise. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. All right, listeners. Please join us again next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll have another great show for you. And I sincerely hope that you all um, subscribe to her website and begin your journey of weight loss. Bye-bye for now. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? Listeners, I just want to remind you that the entire contents of this radio show are based upon the opinions of Denise and her guest. It's not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional, and it's not intended as medical advice. We just want to share our knowledge and information within our community. We encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional, again, of your choice. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>